No, I wasn't. That's I wasn't. That's okay. I, I, I don't like The Departed. <laughs> also, Terminator 2 is coming up next. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't get how you don't like the part of though. That's such a good movie. I don't know, man. It's like, and I'm, this is like coming from me, and I watched uh, Infernal Affairs. Yeah. Long before that movie came out, so when I was watching the Departed, I was literally like, "Is this, is this an American version of Infernal Affairs? Yeah. Is this really?" And then of course I was like, "It totally is." The, the cool part about the Departed though is it takes all three of the movies and puts it into one big one, mm. right? So, because, like, the sequel was a prequel. It showed the two of them rising up their respective ranks. And then the third one is, like, the uh, the ending, so to speak, where they wrap everything up. But, uh, okay. So, basically, like, I'm not a crime fan. I've never liked crime movies. <laughs> and which, which, is, which is sad, because I know Scorsese is a good filmmaker, but 90% of his films are crime movies. I can't, I can't really say that I fault you for it, because like one of the reasons why I've never really watched uh, Breaking Bad is because you're basically watching, not necessarily a great guy, yeah. but a relatively good dude become horrible. Yeah. And unapologetically. Like, even at oh. the end of the series, like he's not like, oh He's the God. worst of the worst. Uh, and I actually was talking to this uh, with a coworker from work, Amy Walsh, and I was saying, like, she goes, I think a lot of people don't understand that you're supposed to hate Heisenberg. You're not supposed to like him. Mm -hmm. And I went, yeah, exactly. It's just like Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty, Joker from any Joker movie. Yep. Yeah. Stop rooting for the Joker. He's a fucking crazy psycho that kills people. What it's, the fuck you like? Yeah, like, oh, God, like, it's, it's just all these things. But anyway, um... So we're going to be talking about T2. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. It almost sounded like Mario's brother. I came from the future to save you, but and you died because I didn't complete my mission. Oh, yeah, if you haven't seen the Terminator 1 episode, you can see it up here, right above Chris, which is fitting because... You got really pissed off in that episode. Like, really angry. I'm actually still bitter because we filmed these episodes back-to-back. -back, yeah. And even though they're a week apart, I'm still reeling from the bullshit that came out of this guy's mouth. It was the truth. Oh, God. And sometimes... Okay, 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 hurts. okay. Stop, stop, stop. Stop. Right now. Hey, you keep bringing it up. I was done. That was so last week. Ten minutes ago. <laughs> so last week. Stop trying to make fetch happen, Gretchen. <laughs> Okay, anyway, T2, a masterpiece. This was the line I wanted to say in Terminator 1. Okay. Okay, so Terminator 1 is an absolutely amazing movie. Yes. Terminator 2 is better in every aspect of the movie. Yep. Every single thing that is awesome in Terminator 1 and there's so much in it that's awesome, is eclipsed in Terminator 2. Like, this was one of those rare times where, this was like the first time that I have ever heard the sequel is better than the original. It's the first time I've heard it. I've heard it plenty of times since. A lot of times it's open to subjective 
feelings, right? Well, I mean, because like I'm thinking like throughout history, how many movies were was the sequel actually better than the original? I could probably count one hand the answer. Well, it's I mean, like, like clear cut. I mean, clear cut. Clear because, cut. This one easily. Because like, uh, Batman Begins, Dark Knight. I feel Dark Knight is better than Batman Begins. Not like in this case where it just totally eclipses it, but I do feel it's the better of the two movies. You don't, right? So it's a subjective. Whereas I feel like everyone can agree that this is the better. Exactly, and that's that's my point. I think the only other one that I'm familiar with, even though I've never watched the movies, would be uh, The Godfather Two. My understanding is that The Godfather 2 is the best of the series. Yeah. And Captain America. Oh, yeah, Winter Soldier. Oh, fuck. Or Spider-Man 2? Spider-Man 2. X-Men 2. Spider-Man 2 is a big one. Spider-Man 2 and X-Men 2 are the first ones I remember, like, in recent memory. Yeah. Where, like, it started almost like a trend. Yeah. Where the sequel was better Ooh. than the original. I kicked the camera. Oh. <laughs> I fucked everything up now. Okay. It's karma. Okay. Hang on. Yeah. I'm coming in. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. A little bit yeah. sexy time there. Yeah. You know, you get to see all that shit up close. Yeah. This Cal Reese hair over here. Um. Uh, Michael Bean has way better hair than I do. Yeah. He's got better hair than I do, though. Yeah. But anyway. Better abs, too. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. He has abs. He has abs. Yeah. We do. I've had abs. You've had abs. Uh, Where'd they go? There's somewhere in there. Yeah. Something. I've never found mine. Um, the legend of the abs. It's nice. I like that. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, so, like, ah, oh, fuck, like, where do we begin? The opening sequence in the future is better. Yeah. Because, like. Well, this is like, this is like, this won Academy Awards for visual effects. So, Cam I mean, Cameron took everything he learned with the abyss. He started, he started the, the whole revolution of CGI. Oh, God, the Abyss. Oh, the Abyss is a masterpiece, too. Oof. But he started this, this CGI is what it is because of James Cameron. Yeah. And this movie yeah, right exactly. here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's crazy to think that he is, like, for all the flack he gets as a director, because he's a hard one to work with. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of people that have said, like, uh, I think, what was it, uh, in fact, in the Abyss, what's his face? Ed, Ed Harris. Ed, Ed Harris, Harris hates James Cameron. It's like, I will never fucking work with that piece of shit again. I'm, yeah. I'm paraphrasing, but it's along those lines where he's like, fuck him, fuck everyone that's friends with him, fuck yeah. anybody that looks like him, fuck people that have the same name. Uh, Terminator 2 was awesome, but fuck them all. Yeah. <laughs> fuck everyone. Like, he, oh my god. And I mean, like, I've read the stuff about that happened with the Abyss, and I'm like, I get it. I can understand why you'd feel that way. He's a he's a perfectionist. He's an insane perfectionist, though. Like he really is. But what I was getting at is, it's it's it. You forget that this guy pioneered CGI, pioneered it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then pioneered 3D technology. Mm -hmm. Okay. And is now in the process of pioneering a new technology for the next Avatar movies or yeah. whenever they come out. Yeah. That's incredible to think of like that. So like. When you watch a 3D movie, chances are it's not the 3D that you saw in Avatar. And like we talked about this before, there's only like a handful of movies that actually have done it. And uh, Resident Evil was the one that surprised me the most. Yeah. Every single one. He goes above and beyond with everything he does. Yeah. Even Titanic, that at the time anyways, was the biggest, most expensive set in history. 
Yeah, and then it makes so much money. It was holding, so it was holding like an insane amount of water on this set. Yeah, I, I forgot what it, what it was, but it was like it was like a it's, late it's quantity what, of water. It's basically what he he's like, yeah, like the abyss, but like more. Yeah, like more, more. Don't even see the end. We're not CGIing this ship Harris, because we're going right. to actually build the ship and yeah. it's going to sink right here. Ed Harris, that's right. The only thing we're going to CGI yeah. is certain people dying because they're going to die horribly. Yeah. Horribly. But anyway, um, so like I said, like so the level of special effects is, part of it is the money too. Because James Cameron was really starting to get going. Arnold Schwarzenegger was on top of the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they basically just went, how much money do you need? And I think James Cameron said, I don't even know. And they went, okay. Yeah. All right. You just. Uh... I think they're, before we go on with Ed Harris, I think that certain actors that freak out about James Cameron, they carry this arrogance with them. Because Schwarzenegger, Signore Weaver, Michael Bean, Linda Hamilton, they've worked with him. Movie after movie after movie. So there's actors that can handle them and know well, how to Well, you know, I don't think anybody in the bit, the, the Abyss, has worked with them since, though. Michael Bean did. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was in The Abyss. He was in The Abyss. And is was, it Bean or is it Bane? I would say Bane. Uh, it's, well, I mean, it's spelled weird. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, I mean, I guess it's Bean? one of those, like, uh, Keanu, Kinu things. Kinu? Kinu Reeves? Is it possible? I mean, really. <laughs> unless you watch an interview. <laughs> Uh, all jokes aside, uh, regardless, I don't want to get out of tangent with the camera too much, uh, but I, I do want to say, like, I want to start off with, like, the opening sequence of the future. Now we get to see the fucking Terminator stepping on the skulls. Oh, yeah. Which was awesome. Like, when you saw the tank do it in the first movie, you're like, oh, yeah. But you, to actually see a fully functioning Terminator stepping on the skull and breaking it, that's way cooler. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck. And they actually show the Terminators, like, actually on the ground. Because obviously the budget, right? You want to save your budget for the Terminator. Yes. Now you get to, especially with CGI, you get to do a fucking wave of them, right? Ugh. I mean, you watch the first movie, and it ends, and it could end, and you'd be like, okay, fine. Yep. Right? Yep. She raises up John Connor, trains him, and crisis is averted, right? future happens the way it should or, yeah. or it shouldn't because the future isn't sad or whatever you know but then this movie happens what i like is it's well why are they able to like what's happened now i i, I love it because like she, yeah she lived at the in the first one but that didn't stop the future from happening that's right this one is well i'm here john's here but this future is still happening you have to stop it now exactly and they find out that that um What's his name here again? Dyson. Dyson. Dyson at Cyberdyne has this arm from the first movie. But even before that, like, I, I just love that, like, uh, oh, man, I love that you get, you get the Terminator, right? Yep. So you get Arnold Schwarzenegger. And for the people that watch the first one, their first thought is bad guy. Because he was a bad guy in the first one. Yeah. Right? And, and you immediately go, okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Terminator or bad guy Terminator, whatever. Yeah. You think he's a Terminator. Then when it's Robert Patrick, well, never forget. I'll never forget his name mm -hmm. and and this role. I'll never forget. And when I see him in other movies, I'm like, yeah, fucking right. Right. You know, because he was smart enough to stay away from movies <laughs> for a while 
after yep. Terminator 2. Yeah. But anyway, so they, they uh, show him getting turned or uh, sent back. And now you're like, okay, so he's the Cal Reese character. So he's the good guy, right? Which is cool because originally when, when Cameron wrote this script, yeah. Michael Beam was going to be in it again. And he was going to be the villain. He was going to be the T-1000. They were going to use his image as the T-1000. Oh. But he figured that was going to confuse viewers. So, oh. he, so he decided to write that out. That's a tough call. because Can you yeah. imagine that? Flipping it where the Terminator is the good guy now? Wow. That would have been crazy, but I would have been. it would have been too confusing. Yeah. It would have been too confusing. Because especially like for us, because then when we watched the first one, yeah. then we're like, oh wait, so Schwarzenegger is the bad guy? And then... Michael Bean is the good guy. What the fuck? Yeah, because us watching the second first, that would have yeah. really threw us off. Right, yeah. So, oh my god, stay away from him. Oh, why is she fucking the bad guy? You know, and then like, so, and oh, one of the things I really like is, so the time travel in the first movie is just some, uh, you know, lightning storm, and then that's it, they just appear. Yeah, a little bit of flames on the ground. Definitely. What I love about this one is it's a dome. Yeah. And then that, that dome cuts, a fucking... cuts through... Like, uh, Schwarzenegger was in between two trucks. Yep. And uh, uh, Patrick was... Uh, he fell, right? No, no, or no, Schwarzenegger fell. No, neither of them fell. Michael Bain fell in the first movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So they both were in that classic crouching pose. Yeah. Terminator... Uh, sorry. Uh, Superior landing. Yeah, that's right. Terminators <laughs> was in between two trucks, so you had the two yeah, trucks. Yeah, they had the cutout in the trucks. And then uh, Robert Patrick had the, uh, the chain link fence. Right, so and, the, the and, the and the cop was the cop was right, right there. Yeah. You know, he's just like, what the fuck? And then he just takes his fucking... He, he locks out. He becomes the cop. He yeah. becomes the cop, and, and I was just movie. like, whoa, like, that's so cool. Um, and, hold on. At no point do they actually designate who's the good guy or bad guy just yet. That's right. No. No, they don't. We know that he takes his clothes, but we just assume it's in a similar fashion because when the Terminator does it, I love that scene where he's just like, I need your uh, your clothes, your boots, and your bike. Yeah. The guy's just like, oh yeah, buddy, fucking take it. He's just, he's just like, oh no, he just goes like that. Yeah. And then it's like, throws him onto the fucking grill. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's so cool. You know, then fucking... The one dude is just like, I ain't letting you take his bike. And then he just gets right up close. Like, could you imagine that? Like, you've got a shotgun. Never mind that this guy threw a very large biker dude. He's probably killed room. people. Threw him across the room and made it so he was taking his fucking clothes yeah. and his bike. Yeah. And then you've got a shotgun on him. And he just strolls up, takes the gun, quick, too. Like, yeah. They don't normally do that Terminator as a quick guy. So when he does shit like that, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I jumped because I forgot how quick it was. And then takes his shades. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. That's so cool. Um, oh, I forgot to mention this. The first uh, first one, one of my all-time favorite scenes in the first one is when he's going through his Rolodex of phrases and tells the landlord to fuck off, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off, asshole. Fuck off, asshole. And then he's, the guy's just like, uh, all right, I guess I'm fucking off now. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so then, but yeah, so like that part was really cool. Um, I, but I like that they don't show you what happens to the cops. You just assume that he just knocked the cop out, yeah. took his clothes, 
But that's such a cool thing. Like, now he's got, like, a get-out-of-jail-free card for the rest of the movie. Because nobody questions him. Nobody goes, eh, wait a minute, man. I don't know if you're really a cop, right? Like, he goes to John Connor's house and is just like, hey, so, kind of looking for John Connor. And they're just like, oh, God, what did he do now? Mm -hmm. Ah, nothing really. We're just, you know, I'm trying to track him down and ask some questions. Well, he might be at the mall or something to that. No, he talks to the chicks. That's right, the girls. And they're like, oh, he was at the Galleria. And he goes, okay, all right. You know, um, you don't really get a sense until that scene, like the actual fucking uh, mall scene, where you get the classic same scene where you've got the Terminator coming up, John Connor, you got Robert Patrick. So it's the same kind of, I like how they switch that scene from in the nightclub in the first movie, where it's Sarah Connor, Schwarzenegger, and Michael Bain, and you have that same thing where it's the two of them, and that's the Connor is in the middle, yeah. right? Yeah. And they're both just like, what the fuck? And Con John Connor is fucked because he knows that that's the Terminator that almost killed his mom and killed his dad. So his thought is, oh, fuck. And then it's that awesome, like, box comes out, roses come out, shotguns out blows up like fucking open fires on the yeah. t-1000 and then it's just like those yeah and then you're like it's just like this friggin dimple of metal and you're like oh fuck and then it goes back in that was it i was like holy shit and then you're in for the rest of the movie yeah i don't care that they had shots where john connor was like using a stolen credit card machine to scam more money that was cool but it was still just like, holy shit, now I'm in. And then they show the scene of Sarah Connor working out the fucking insane asylum. And she's ripped. And I was in before that. Yeah. I was in before that. You didn't even have to show me that. And I was already like, this is yeah. going to be a fucking great movie. This is going to be so it's good. Ripped. Then you see that. And now it's 91. I'm still a young kid, right? I'm still, I'm like nine years old. Yeah. I think, no, I watched it on video, so I was uh, 10 at the time, so it came on. Yeah, it would have been 92 on video. So I watched, so I'm 10, and this is the first time, um, actually this is the second time that I've seen a strong woman, but not to this level. Sigourney Weaver in Aliens 2, and in Aliens, strong. I only saw Aliens 2 at the time. Strong woman, right? But I not, watched this first, this, this was my first, I think. No, that's right. No, this was like the first time. The first time I ever Alien, seen a strong Alien woman. Yeah. One arm pull-ups, okay? Yeah. On a fucking bar in a jail cell. What? <laughs> okay? Up until that point, I'd never even seen a guy do a one-armed pull-up, okay? So the first time I see a one-armed pull-up in my entire life is a woman just full-on just guns mm -hmm. nothing but just rip like bruce lee physique just like fuck like you got the sense that in between the two movies she was doing some training oh yeah she was definitely training oh, yeah. and she never stopped and i actually like to this day i really like that that she's in an insane asylum like that it's just i i do get a kick that it's the same guy from the first movie it's funny right it is it's yeah. funny but like like, he's like, you're crazy about all this. Yeah, I saw that shit go down. But he saw that shit go down without seeing the rest of it. Right. 
So even though you had the one guy that was like, it's robots from the future, and he's like, oh, okay. And then she's like, no, it was a robot from the future. He's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But like, this is years later because she was living her life with John until she got caught, right? right. So for him, it's just like, finally snapped, eh? But I love it. Uh, I, I love that he's such a douchebag that he's bringing people around to show her off. Like, oh, this is my prized piece. This is the one I wrote the books about. <laughs> and all she goes, she goes, oh, hey, doctor. How's your knee? And he's just like, better? <laughs> Fucking bitch. And of course, they're like, what? Like, they want to ask. And he's just like, well, you know, she stabbed me with a pen weeks ago. <laughs> but she's still in there, so. <laughs> yeah, I still own her. I'm the winner. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I actually, I, I watched the director's cut. So this is the first time I've ever watched the director's cut. Oh. Yeah. Before this camcast. That's right. Oh, you've never seen... I've okay. only ever watched the ter- like the normal the Terminator. The original theatrical version. That's yep. right. So I never got to see this extended dream sequence with Kyle Reese, which right. threw me for a loop, but I was like, oh, fuck, that's awesome. You know? Um, some of the scenes... Uh, which I'll get to later, I didn't feel like really added much. But yeah. that particular scene, I was like, that really lends itself for later on, like when John's saying, like, you know, like, she wasn't with him long, but she loves him. Like, you could tell. And, yeah. you know, sometimes I see her crying, and she's all like, no, I wasn't crying or whatever. But but she was and stuff. And, like, that's so that scene like that, you get, a, get that feel for, like, okay, so it's still just, like, like, even that short amount of time had so much resonance, so that even when John alludes to her being with other guys, it really comes across as she's only with them for training, yeah, for guns, for money, for whatever. And then once she gets what she needs, then she's off because she's only ever loved Cal Reese, which I was like, oh man, that's really cool. Plus, it was just a really cool scene. Yeah, you know? <clears throat> I don't know. I loved it. I loved it. It was a little jarring to see her in, uh, like, in her tank top and pajama bottoms, but in this sequence, she's in, like, a nightgown type of thing, which I thought was kind of, I was like, oh, that's weird. That's a little weird. <laughs> but it does lead right into the scene where she gets to see uh, the fucking nuclear apocalypse happen, and, like, so, like, the flames are coming up, and children are that lighting on fire it's horrifying and she's yeah. like holding on to the fence and she's just like melting ah, away like just going with it and they show that scene a couple of times I'm yeah just like, oh. no sorry they build up to that that's right so they don't see her show her getting that but anyway so like i said i was already in before that but now i'm like oh fuck right so then um that whole chase sequence right because like john fucks off yep. he's on the bike yeah Again, T-1000, it's a fucking transport, right? Mm-hmm. And now you get to see, like, he's not, he's evil. Like, he's killing people left and right. Oh, yeah. And he's killing them horribly, too. Like, yeah. fuck, like, just, oof, like, through people's fucking oh, heads yeah. and shit. Where he's in the ground and he comes out of the ground. Oh, I, I don't want to get ahead to that one, just, but, but, but even, so he takes that, and now, um, because, like I said, John Connor saw uh, arms Schwarzenegger. So he's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. That thing's gonna kill me. Exactly. He doesn't see just yet that the T-1000 wants to kill him. So until... he's going down this, uh, what do you call those? Uh, sewer... I don't um, know. What big cities have them. Yeah, I don't know what to call they them. They look like a river without water. Yeah. 
But he's going down underneath, there. Underneath, like, underpasses. All just underpasses. underpasses. Yeah. And he's, and the whole time, the T-1000 is chasing after him, so he knows, okay, this thing is going to try to fucking kill me. Yeah. But I think his thought process right now is, okay, they've sent two Terminators after me. I'm fucked, right? Mm -hmm. And then you get that awesome fucking scene where Terminator jumps off. Like, he's in his Harley Davidson, jumps yeah. off in front of it, grabs John Connor, puts him there, yeah. and John's just like, what the fuck, what the fuck? And then they just manage to get out of there. A couple of fucking shotguns, and then the thing, it flips over and explodes. You're just like, holy fuck, like, this is so intense. It's an intense scene. The, the roof on the truck rips off. That's right. And, and, just like, and you know what? Like, again, I love reading about trivia before we do this stuff, because I didn't even know that wasn't supposed to happen. What? Yeah. James Cameron wrote it. James Cameron wrote it so this truck is chasing him down this <clears throat> this underpass system, right? But when they had the truck going, it was too high, so he's like, "We're gonna rip the fucking roof off." Like that was a decision made on the spot. Yeah. Wow! It was never supposed to happen. Fuck! And I, and I can't imagine that not happening now. Oh well, yeah, ducks, exactly. He goes and he sits right back sits up. Sits back again, up. Like, pushes the rest yeah. of that glass off, and then just right back at it, and like. Uh, one of the things that I really loved, and I, I, I come across this before, like in Terminator 1, uh, you, there's shots of, like, Terminator, like, literally, like, moving his eyes as he's, like, like, doing this, right? Because mm -hmm. he's constantly scanning while he's moving, and it's really hard to do, yeah. because, like, when you're doing this, your, your eyes tend to follow, right? So, imagine just trying to be like this, right? Like, yeah. So, it's really hard to do. Patrick doesn't do that at all, but he's still stone-faced all the way through. Like, I'm just like, for characters that have no emotion, there's a crazy amount of acting going on here. Well, he was, I guess, quite quite the method actor when he came to this part. Like, he studied, like, weird shit. And with that, with the T-1000, he studied a shark in the water with its prey around it. So he imagined himself as a shark going through his prey. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really cool. How insane is that? Actually, these days, that's not that insane. <laughs> yeah, no, these days, with this, this post-Christian Bale world. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. That's actually really, really cool, and that actually gives it more weight to it. Dan. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I just fucking, like, that sequence is awesome. But even just the, so, like, they had the big explosion, right? And, uh, like, there's, like, pieces of him. And when he walks up and he just kind of nudges his foot into it, I was like, that's such a nice touch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's when, so like, you know, like John Connor's like, you got to pull over, like pull over, like what the fuck? And, you know, he's just like, I was sent back from John Connor to save you. You know, like you sent me to save you. Mm -hmm. I'm a recommissioned T-800, you know, that's a T-1000. It's way more advanced, yeah. but, uh. And then he's like, uh, what the oh yeah, John forces him to get his mom. Yeah, because he's like, uh, well, T-800 tells him that John captured me, yeah. programmed me yeah. to do anything you say in those women. Wait a minute. You have to do anything John says? Yeah. He's just yeah. like, yes. yeah. Well, then. I ordered you <laughs> yeah. to help me take get my mom out. I was like, yes. So then he's like, I guess we're going. I, but I love that he's just like. All right, it would have been because you know, obviously he couldn't be like, ah, well, yeah, well, I guess so, you know. <laughs> but like, so that part is really cool. 
And then, like you said, like, that scene where he's coming up from the ground, like, when the T-1000's just slowly coming up, morphs into the dude. So the guy turns around and just, like... Sees himself. And then just right through his fucking eyeball. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. You know? That's... And also, this is the same scene, like, when he kills the the foster kids, the foster parents, too. Because, like, they call home, right? Mm-hmm. You know? And he's like, yeah, my mom's acting really weird. And so then it's just like, what's your dog's name? Uh, I can't remember what the dog's name is. It's just like, oh, so, hey, uh, how's Wolfie? Oh, Wolfie's fine. Yeah. Everything's great. You know? And then, like... He's like, okay, well, I can't remember what he says exactly. Your hang foster up. parents are dead. He hangs <laughs> up and says, your foster parents are dead. And then, like, when they go back, so now he's back to T-1000, and he's, like, fucking got the dad up, strung up. I was just like, this is fucking intense. And then he sees the leash with the dog name on her, right? Yeah, and exactly. Ah, shit. You got me, T-800. It wasn't Wolfie. You're a lesser model, and yet you're smarter than me. (laughs) Curses. Um, But fuck. And then, but like, I love that it's like, they all kind of figure, or even he's just like, well, let's find Sarah Connor. Yeah. You know, infiltrates it beautifully. This movie has so much more story than you than the first. Yeah, but you know what? It's, it's about probably an hour longer. And yet it moves. I don't think it actually has that much more story. No. Than the first. The first one's plot is small. Mm-hmm. This one's plot is a, only a little bit bigger. I feel like it's so much bigger though. It you feels figure, bigger because it's a bigger movie. There's a lot happening. There's a, it's way more spectacle, but if you really boil it down, it's still Terminator. Mm-hmm. Sent back in time to kill John. Yep. Terminator, sent back to stop that thing from killing John. Mm-hmm. Sarah Connor, okay? Yep. Right? And uh, they figure out, they realize that they couldn't, they actually didn't stop it. Now they know how to stop it, so they stop it. It's only the extra added part with Dyson and the arm and the chip. Which is quite a bit, though. Because before that, they go out into the desert, they meet this family... Sarah Connor's doing the whole. She's writing in her diary, and you get I that actually like over. that scene. Uh, hold on, I, I love the scene where, like, when she's she gets out, she gets out on her own. Yeah, oh she yeah, she gets out on her own, which is fucking. When she's beating the shit out of the security guard, and she's trying to get the elevator to open. I was like, holy shit! And then it's the T eight hundred, and she's like, and he walks out, and then she puts fuck. the brakes on, and she falls on the ground, like, oh my god! She's like, I'm dead, and then she starts booking her. Yeah, and then like. John realizes, oh, fuck, okay, mom, it's it's okay, like, he's with me, and she's yeah. just like, ah, freaking out, and yeah. then you get that awesome scene where T-100 is, or T-1000 is walking through the bars, and he just, like, just grows, like, slides right through, yeah. gun doesn't go through, I love it, it's just like, oh, slides it out, <laughs> just a funny little thing for me, I always, I always crack up, I'm like, oh, yeah, my gun, you know, and then, uh, same thing, just starts opening fire on that thing, and then she starts to realize, okay, so that's that's the bad guy. Yeah, goes with him for now, and I, it breaks my heart every time I watch it because she's just like, "What were you thinking? You should never have came back for me. You should have got as far away from me as possible." And she's like, "I, I couldn't leave you in You're there, my mom. mom. I'm sorry." Yeah. And she's just like, "I didn't need you to save me. Okay, I don't, you know, or, what the fuck was it? She's like, I never, I never needed you to save me." I was already making my way out, you know? And he's just like, ugh. Goes, and then all of a sudden the Terminator's like, 
what's coming from what is where why are you leaking or something like that and he's just like nothing don't worry about it you know and it it's a lead up to my favorite line in the whole movie series period which is later on but like i also like how immediately she goes from like fuck you like i can't believe you would do this like you're so important you need to survive more than anyone else and he's just like but you're my fucking mom and now i know that you're not batshit crazy you know how heavy that is for a kid that literally like when he goes eh, yeah my mom is fucking nuts yeah you know what i mean that's heartbreaking to sit there and be like, ugh, my mom's fucking nuts. But then to find out that your mom's not fucking nuts and it's actually true, that's nuts. And for Eddie Furlong, for this being his first movie, for him to be able to actually even wrestle with the fact that he's like this great human being, like even he's having that same thing that Sarah Connor had in the beginning where he's just like, are you fucking for real? Like, I'm actually the guy. I'm I'm the John Connor. He did a really good job. He did a phenomenal movie. job. Yeah. He did such a good job that it's actually sad that his life went the way that it did. Like because, so many child stars in the 90s, though. Right, but because he did such a good job, and yet he didn't really do anything after that. Yeah. Anything like where you're just like, yeah, man, like, yeah. daddy fucking furlong, right? But it's hilarious because apparently, like, the shooting of this movie was, like, eight months or something. So they started it, and when you start a movie, you don't start with the first scene. You hop around depending on schedules right. and where you can go and everything, right? So there's there like, apparently he grew in height and his voice changed so much during the eight months span that they had to like play with the audio to bring his voice up and down. They had oh, to. There, wow. there were scenes where he was like with Sarah Connor at the beginning of the movie, and then later scenes where he's with her, but now he's taller. So they had to actually dig a hole and get him to stand in the oh, ground. Oh wow! Like really neat stuff. That well, and see, I that's old like, school. That's old school because like uh, John Wayne, that's an old trick that they did with John Wayne. John Wayne was never as tall. He was a short guy. Yeah, but they but did, they dug trenches for all the actors so that he would be ta uh, towering over them. Yeah. So that's an old school. But that's hilarious. But it's kind of funny. It's just like, wait a minute. Why didn't we just put him on a box to make him look taller? Why are we digging all these trenches so he could move around them? That's why. Yeah. That's the whole purpose. I know. Trying to make it funny. But I get it. You're probably a little pissed at me still. I'll let you have it. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, that whole... Actually, uh, so the, the only real quiet part in this movie is in the desert when she's actually sitting there saying, like, I realize now that this Terminator will do whatever John says. So he'll never leave him. Yeah. You know, like he looks to him as a father figure because he's never going to leave him. Yeah. He's never going to hit him because he drank too much. Yeah. He's never going to uh, not have time for him. He's always going to be there for him. And he's always going to do whatever he can to make sure he lives. And I was like, this is some power, I love, I love that stuff. And you know? it's great because it really like, <clears throat> it keeps you intrigued. But it brings it down, <laughs> brings your freaking heart pace down. It does, too, it does. Like, but it also like... It's great because it sells the T-800 as the good guy. Yeah. Um, and also because they they actually tease that he's a learning model. Yeah. He can learn aspects, right? And they even say that he can actually feel pain to a degree. Like, not necessarily in the way that we feel it, but he, he can acknowledge that he's fucked mm -hmm. up, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I also love it because it's her now switching. Because yeah. in the car, she's like, okay, so what's your story? So she gets it that he's here to save John Connor, but she's still not really like. I mean, how could you? 
I and I get it completely. If I saw the face of the of the guy that killed my yeah. loved one. Oh, that's the one thing that I I, uh, I got a kick out of with the uh, the psychiatrist because he now sees the Terminator again. Again, yeah. <laughs> you know, so he sees that Terminator, but he also sees the T one thousand. So he has no choice now but to go. Yeah. Okay. This shit's for real. Although I think he gets killed. No, uh, I think he lives. Oh, he might have. Anyway, regardless, regardless, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, so that whole like Mexico sequence is really cool because now you get a sense of what she's been doing. Like you hear about it, you know, and even like John Connor's like, yeah, you know, like we'd go to this place and that place and you know, and all this other stuff. But uh, it was just, it's actually, it was kind of really sweet because you had that Mexican family and they're like, oh, John, oh, Sarita, you know? And yeah, then like yeah. at the end, he's just like, yeah, you know, anytime you have a stop, I fuck my life up. That's great. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then when she sneaks off, I was like, I remember the first time I saw her, I was like, what the fuck is she doing, right? Because, you know, everything's been leading up to this, right? So all she's been doing is these like low-level terrorist attacks on the security systems and stuff like that. And then she's now she's like, I'm going to fucking kill uh, Dyson. Yeah. And when John kind of realizes that, he's just like, oh, shit. So then they go, and that scene is fucking jarring. That scene is nuts where Dyson's with his two boys and his wife. And, and she comes in, and she's and she just, just like, and she's like in militia. First, she's shooting from the from the hilltop there, yeah, and blowing the place apart. Just tearing and he's it. He's hiding up. under his desk, and he's telling his wife and his kids, "Get out of here! Yeah. Go hide! Get away you know? from me!" I'll, you know, and especially because of the lead up to that scene is where she's just like, "You know, we got a family here that loves you. They love you more than this thing, mm-hmm. and you seem to love this thing more than us." And he's like, "Okay, fine, I'll be a family." So when he's like, "I'm gonna do it," then all of a sudden just fucking rips the whole house yeah. up. Yeah. Then comes in. And, you know, like, he got shot. Yeah. And the kid is like, no, don't hurt my dad, you know? And she's like, get the fuck off him now. And she's, like, right there. And she's staring at him. And she's staring at the mom. She's staring at the kid. And then she just fucking breaks down and she can't do it. I was like, whoa. You don't really realize how great of an actress Linda Hamilton is. I've always, I've always, uh, you know what, I, we're spoiled. She's though. underrated, though. Yeah, She's underrated never really... for people, but for us, like, we're spoiled because, like, we saw her at such a young age yeah. do such a commanding role that, like, you know, it's funny is that I actually will compare other strong female actresses to her and to Sigourney Weaver because of that young age of seeing those two characters and just being like, oh, wow, you can be a badass and still be gorgeous yeah. and, you know, but, like, actually reason. be... A fucking badass. I've always loved strong female Dante's characters. Peak. Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. He's a prime example where, like, I mean, yeah, of course I was in for Pierce Brosnan because he's James Bond. But here she is. But she made saw, her the mayor. I saw Linda Hamilton and I yeah. was like, I'm, we saw that in the theater. Yeah. Like. It was a great movie, too. That's a really good movie. It's a great movie. Really good movie. Yeah. I don't know. I think my love for strong female 100%. characters came from Linda Hamilton in this movie right here. Yeah, 100%. Because I watched this at a very young age, so that... Like I said, 10 years old... And I mean, like... I'm seeing, with her, and sorry to cut you off, but at 10 years old, I'm seeing what I would picture uh, female superheroes yeah. in real life. Yeah. Not we didn't gigantic have movies. and fucking, like, swimsuit, yeah. but, like, chat. We were watching wrestling, but there was no women, like, they were all managers and and stuff like there yeah. was no uh, the closest at that time would have been like 
92. Nobody. Alundra Blaze, I think, was around that time. No. No, that was she later. She was later. You had Queen Elizabeth. That's right. And Sherry. And that was about it for women. Although Sherry Martell was not your typical. No, she was yeah. a lunatic. She, well, she was also she was also a wrestler too. So yeah. She she had a build. She could fucking she could fucking throw down. In fact, when uh, she was tied in with uh, Shawn Michaels, yeah, she was actually saying to Shawn like, yeah, "Don't fucking let that guy talk. Don't let that guy fucking push you around. You fuck if he starts giving you some gears, you give him you give him the gears right back." Mm-hmm. So she's the one that was telling him like, "Hey man, oh, yeah. fucking stand up for yourself." Otherwise. Yeah. Because, I mean, he was a shorter wrestler, too. Yeah. And he was he was a shorter wrestler in the time where, like, there was none of these, like, drug tests or anything where they were just like, hey, man, maybe cut off, uh, maybe cut down the steroids because you got a test come up soon. It was just like, here you go, Hogan. Yeah. Everybody's doing steroids. I think even Sean, I think, was doing steroids a bit at that time, too. He maintains that he never did. He maintains that he never did. He, like he got bigger compared to his rocker years, but he was never disgusting. Like no, because but he was. It's the same thing. Like Jericho. Jericho said that like, he did steroids a couple of times, but for the style that he was wrestling, it was better for him to be a lighter guy anyway. Yeah, you know, and he wasn't like Benoit, who was fucking insane. Like he was doing steroids, but also wrestling at crazy intense style. Mm-hmm. Because of course Benoit was also doing crazy cardio and all this other shit. Yeah. So for Shawn Michaels, I I I want to say that he dabbled in it. I'm sure they all did it back then. Yeah, like even, I feel like, like he like did Bret it Hart for a bit, just enough to be like, ah no, because yeah. his style was very much like Jericho's, where for yeah. him to be too muscular, it wouldn't. It have made worked. no sense. It wouldn't have worked. You're a high flyer. Yeah, exactly, and the. Bret Hart's the same way too. Like his yeah. whole thing was like, I'm I'm gonna scientifically pick you apart. So for him to be like this jacked up bruiser, in no sense, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, anyway, so yeah, so I, I would agree with the the strong women in movies. She's always gonna be one of those ones that I compare to because, like I said, like that's fucking Bruce Lee physique yeah. on a woman. Yeah, and no one sat there. Like, the guards in the insane asylum were only tough-talking her when they had the upper hand, when they mm-hmm. had the fucking tasers. The second that they didn't, they got their asses handed to them. And they were like, no, 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 don't! They yeah. were, like, begging. Oh, yeah. There was none of this, like, you got lucky, Sarah. It was, oh, fuck, we're fucked! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But anyway, getting back to this scene, so when she breaks, I just remember, like, even the first time I watched it, because I was, like, I was scared. I was, like, Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Then when she broke, I was like, "Oh fuck!" You know. And then of course, John and and the Terminator show up. Yeah. And they start patching them up, and and then that's when we find out two things survived. Yeah. The chip survived, and the arm, and the arm is where they got everything, right? All this stuff that they're doing, and all the stuff that eventually leads into, um, well, because it was uh, Cyberdyne. Mm-hmm. And then later into uh, Skynet. Skynet. So you're just like, holy fuck. So again, like I said, like the first movie ends and that's it. That and they jo- could have done yeah. it like that. But to do this, to add that wrinkle, because I spent the whole movie going, well, well, the first time I just watched the movie, but the second time I watched the movie, and I'm going, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, how is it then, you know, once you watch the first one, then you're like, 
Oh, yeah. They had the arm. Okay. All right. So, yeah, like, it's a very smart way of continuing this story. Yes. Yeah. And that, it's a great scene. Like, that Joe Morgan, who did Miles. He's such a good actor. He was so great in that scene. He's, he's so such a good. Great. I'm so happy that Denzel said no to that role. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Because he was offered it first. Huh. But he said he read the script and it looked like, oh, this Miles guy just, like, looks scared and sweats a lot. So I said no. Okay. I mean, yeah, he looks scared and sweats a lot. Yeah, but I But, there's but so I like, much more to him But I, I even love the wrinkle where, where he's just like, I thought I was doing something good. Yeah. Like, I thought I was going to help people. You know, and she's, of course, like, people like you always think that. But then, oh, Two? good, yeah. But then I like that, like once he sort of gets patched up, then immediately he's like, "Okay, let's shut it down." Yeah, but before that, Terminator walks up and she goes, "Show him." Oh yes, and Schwarzenegger That's cuts right. it on his arm and then pulls the skin <laughs> off. <laughs> That's right. And that dice is just like, oh my god. <laughs> well, yeah, he's just talking about it. He's like, like we had it, and it was just like it was, it was unbelievable. Like we couldn't really do anything with it but what we learned from it i was just like man like like it reminded me of like when you when we start talking about like like comic books and we're like yeah and then like this happened or even like this movie we're like yeah, yeah he's like that right but yeah you're right that sequence oh just pulls the flesh off oh and then it's just like yeah and he's just like whoa <laughs> that's what that's one way to make you believe right yeah like you this is all you. I mean, if someone walked up to me and started cutting her arm like this, I'd be like, oh, my God, what the fuck are you doing? I think I'd probably be pissing myself. But then if it went like this and ripped it off, I, I'd just pass out and die, probably. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd probably, <laughs> probably wake up. shit myself on the way down. Wake up and just be like, did he do the thing? I had a crazy dream. Oh, my God, it's real. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but then it leads into one of the best sequences I've ever seen in an that entire movie. whole sequence is insane. Nuts. Like, I mean, the chase sequences with the T-1000, where he's got the hooks on him, and that's what I was saying. So they, they actually melded CGI, like, groundbreaking CGI with practical effects so that he's got actual arms mm -hmm. that are, like, hooks on him. Yeah. So then when he falls off, you hear the clink and the clanks and stuff like that, and he, like, wears the fake little divots on him for yep. little bits of periods. Um, but even, like, when he gets to that point, uh, it's still just, like, unstoppable. You're like, holy fuck, like, how are they going to get out of this thing, right? Oh, wait, we forgot about the liquid nitrogen. Well, that comes later, right? Oh, that, yeah, that does, because that, that's yeah. in between the Cyberdyne and the actual refinery. That's right. Yeah, because the whole, like, the whole Cyberdyne thing. Oh, fuck. We got that insane helicopter sequence. Fuck. Which is something I've never seen in my life. Oh my god! Now, now, any movies go above and beyond. Yeah, but the first that, time you saw when you see him that in the fucking cop's motorcycle, yeah. jump into the helicopter, bust into the helicopter, and then ooze himself into the helicopter, yeah. kill the guy, and then take over. I like. I watched. Did he kill the guy, or did he go get out? And the guy. Oh no, that's right. Yeah, helicopter. that's right. He said get out, and the guy took off. He got guy's out. Like, Fuck! I'm jumping. Yeah. Broken legs will be worth it. But, like, even, like, the entire time I watched that, this movie, the whole time, like, immediately I was doing this, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, this is such a good movie. Like, this is such a good movie. 
and then I, I, I go from like, oh man, I remember, and then I go from like, back into watching the movie where you forget, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be reviewing this thing, but you're just like, oh man, this is so crazy, so when he oozes into that helicopter, I was like, because oh, it's like Fuck. he goes into the building. He's like driving his motorcycle up the stairs, oh looking God. for them. And then they took off in that in that truck, that SWAT truck. Or yeah, whatever. that's right. And then he shoots out the window into the helicopter. Like it's just it's it's nonstop. Like it's really and it's so suspenseful. Oh, excuse me. You have no brakes. Like no, it's just like there's no. That's breaks. why that Mexico scene was kind of like ah. Yeah. Relief. Exactly, and even because after that, it's nonstop for like an hour. Yeah, you get that little bit of exposition at uh, the Dyson home, a little bit, and then that's it. it, and then it's right back into just balls to the wall. Yeah, you know, and again, like it, you're still feeling like this is fucking relentless. Like I don't know how they're gonna get out of this thing. Mm -hmm. And like I said, so then when we get to the liquid nitrogen scene, you think, holy this is shit, it. this is it, because yeah. like. He starts walking and his leg breaks off. And you're yeah. like, oh, fuck. And then he falls over. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And then it explodes. And then you're like, oh, fuck. And that's heat. You see it melt and then just slowly, slowly just start to get like, back into him. Oh, merging back together. You're just like, good God. Like, what are they going to do? But I do like, and this, I feel like it's a little bit of a callback, too, is that he's now injured mm -hmm. because now he's getting stuck to things yeah he's now like taking on parts of them like even uh i remember they got it to a point where the, his feet would actually show the grate of the ground that he was walking yeah. on. yeah you know like sticking to and the he's grate. like pulling it and you know like now he's kind of like oh, fuck man you know so i was like oh it's a nice little callback because of course the terminator now had a limp right yeah and now he's like and he's still, like, fighting. And, of course, the T-800 is just getting his ass handed to him mm -hmm. at this point. Like, he's getting fucking throttled, like, to the point where, like, it looks like he's dead. Yeah. The light goes out and everything. Yeah. Like, he's got half his face is missing, which looked awesome. And I remember seeing that in a toy. I was like, holy shit. Those toys are awesome. Those toys were fucking the amazing. Caps. They did the same thing with the with Robocop. The Robocop, the Punisher. They yeah. all had those little, like, caps. So then you got the, the fucking like firing. Oh, the man. Caps. Oh, remember that smell? I'll never yeah. forget that smell. Caps. That's one of those yeah. smells that just bring you right back to childhood. That's right. That's yeah. right. Like, um, oh, wow. Yeah. But, oh, fuck. It, when he takes on the appearance of John Connor's mom, like, when he's Sarah Connor, he's like, come on, Sarah. Like, come on, John. Come to me. Come to me. And then he comes up, and he's got her, like, right by her fucking arm. And I was like, holy shit. And then you have that scene where... Terminator's coming up from the fucking cauldron thing or whatever, and it's just like, like splits his head open. Like the fucking T one thousand took a beating. It had some of the coolest fucking splits and everything. You know what's cool about that scene? Was the two Sarah Connors? Is Linda Hamilton has a twin sister, and she shot that. What? Scene Get out of town! Yeah, that is awesome. I'm gonna rewatch that scene tonight just to see if I can. So tell that, which that's like, that's her twin sister, like. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Very cool. That's very cool. That's very cool. When he finally, when they finally, like, the T-1000 gets hit in the lava, the sounds. Just the scream. Yeah. Oh, and he's, like. And he's, like, turning into, into the people the he's been. People, and then finally, like, it's just his face floating. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. And then it's just, like, then uh, the T-800 and Sarah look at each other, and he's, 
he's just like, uh, this is the line I'm trying to say without crying. But he, he looks at John and he goes, uh, I know now why you cry. I was like, don't say shit like that. I actually get through it. I'm getting a little choked up. A little choked. A little choked. But it's so, because like, he wipes the tear from his eye and he goes like, I know now why you cry. And you're like, because uh, like John has to send this, like, at this point he can't and Now John's it. freaking out. Like, no, you're not going to It's like, I die. order you, I order you not to do this because yeah. he, cause he doesn't know, but uh, Sarah and the T-800, they've talked. Like, yeah. he's got the chip in his head. They have to this do this. This doesn't end unless he dies. Mm -hmm. He's going down on that hook. He's going down on that hook. And the fire starts to light down. his legs up. Oh, and man. He's just like, oh, God. And he's just looking at we're John. kids, when we're watching this, we're like maybe a couple years younger than John is at yeah. this point. Yeah. You know, and we're just like, oh, God, man. Like, are you like, kidding just, me? And then finally, he just does that final Wait, just, Right when the fire is like right here, oh, just boom. Just like that. And then that's the last thing. Yeah. And then they do the driving away scene. And you're like, oh, like, fuck, man. But so, like, I referenced this in the first movie. And I'll, you know, touch on it now. But, like, this is where we've closed the loop. Yeah. So now John Connor, with the future unknown, he and his mom can live their life. I feel like they're still going to train. Like, yeah. at least, like, in Terminator 3, where they talk about how they still train. Like, he still kind of did all that weird vagabond shit just because it was so part of it. Because you could never tell for sure, right? Like, always be ready type of thing. I was like, that part I like. But as a closed loop, I was like, man, that's perfect. And that's, that's why James so Cameron fun. never touched it again. Why it stayed done until 2003 when Terminator 3 was made. Man, I remember wanting to like that movie That so James bad. Cameron would not go near it. They wanted him to produce it and everything. I remember wanting to like it so badly. Um, like, even in this one, like, it's a bit more kid-friendly. Like, I mean, you had this... a bit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's still the dark, creepy shit. I there's mean, a lot where you're like, I, I wouldn't let a young kid see this. But there's still, like, you could see why they merchandised the yeah. shit out of it. Because there's elements that you could do it, right? Yeah, but they did it, like, what, three years earlier with Robocop. They merchandised that for kids, too. And Which that, is hilarious. That Absolutely. Well, is... no, 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 no. It wasn't so much the movie, but the cartoon. Because there's a Robocop cartoon. Yeah, but those toys are very based. Like it was a Peter Weller look. Oh like, no, no, no. Figure, I'm not like, disputing that part. Yeah. but I'm saying that it was piggybacking off the cartoon. Okay, okay, okay. But again, there's something else. But like they were making cartoons off restricted of movies. To be fair, though, Terminator Two versus Robocop, no comparison. Oh, no comparison. That's a super fucking no crazy R. Like if they were gonna do like a triple R. Yeah. Like. This is so rated R that you have to be at least mentally capable to handle a 10 minute scene of a guy literally getting shot apart yeah. before you can watch this movie. Also, the bad guy at the end melts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> melts. Oh. And you watch all of it. I gotta watch that. I remember watching that as a kid and just being horrified by watching a man melt. Like, ah! I, uh, the death scene actually fucking freaked me out. Yeah. The original Destiny freaked me right the fuck that, out. That actually gave me nightmares. There's So I, much I, I so. Remember. It freaked me out so much so that like I actually had to wait till I was older to rewatch it. Yeah. Because like I watched the second one a bunch of times because that's that's a bit more kid friendly. Yeah, and then the third's just full on. Third, Yeah, the third's full on. It's... I think it was even rated PG-13. I think it might even have was made for TV actually. Yeah. Whereas the first is so hard. But now, now I look at it and I go, well, the first is amazing. 
The first is amazing for a number of reasons. Like, when you know that it's a satire, a... So, like, it's supposed to be that violent because it's a critique of the movies of that era. Like, <laughs> well done, Paul. Yes. Well done. Yes. You know. <clears throat> yeah, that was... That's five. another camcast. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Because we can even talk about the... Uh, what was it? The made-for-TV reboot movie that they did. Yeah. For Robocop. Yeah. And then the other thing that gave me nightmares, clear as day remembering, last action hero, the Reaper. Oh yeah. The bad guy in that, the Reaper. Yeah, the and for a fucking the movie's premise, that's heavy. That's he a heavy He is scary. And he's going oh. after a kid the whole time. So yeah. here I am a kid. Oh. Going, I don't have Schwarzenegger protecting me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Shit. Wait, wasn't it uh isn't there a poster? of Stallone as the Terminator in that movie? Yes. Yeah. T2. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's funny. That shit's it's funny. funny. That's it's also like movies. what I like about uh, with Beverly Hills Cop when they have a, a shot of Axel Foley looking at a picture of uh, Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> the movie poster for uh, Cobra starring Sylvester Stallone and just kind of being like <laughs> which is hilarious because the backstory is of course Stallone was supposed to be Axel Foley, but he didn't want to do a comedy role, so he passed on it. For Cobra. Or, yeah, he passed on it for Cobra, but Co Cobra is weird because it's supposed to, it was kind of like, it was what Beverly Hills Cop was supposed to be. Now I can't quite, you know what, I'm sorry. Because, well, Beverly Hills Cop was 84, I believe, right? Yeah. So... The Cobra, the Cobra scene would have been Beverly Hills Cop too, right? Yes, that's right. That's it, would, right. it would have been because yeah. Um, but I can't. The story was that he passed on, or he didn't want it to do it. Uh, well, he passed on the Terminator too. He was offered Terminator. Stallone was offered a lot. Like he, I mean, he was coming off of friggin' uh, well, Rocky. You get nominated for an Oscar and you're an action star? Well, let's get that guy. That's right. That's right. So Cobra was supposed to be Beverly Hills Cop, except that uh, they wanted Beverly Hills Cop to be like a wisecracking detective, and he didn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So then he passed on it, and it went to Eddie Murphy. So then he was like, well, I'll just make my own movie, and it was Cobra, and that's one of his worst movies. <laughs> like, And that was actually during that period I where... I don't remember anything from Honestly, I don't remember. But you know what? I didn't really watch a lot of Stallone as a kid. Like, I was very much a Schwarzenegger Van Damme kid. I I was also a Stallone guy, too, because uh, Trevor was a big fan of those guys, too. So, okay. So I watched uh, I, I watched Rambo 3 yep. first. Um, Naturally. And, yeah. Yeah. I watched that one, and uh, I watched uh, a couple of Rockies. I remember for but, Stallone. Cobra, hold on. The reason why I watched Cobra was because if all before I knew all about the Beverly Hills stuff, yeah, yeah. was it was one of those movies that came on TV and I recognized him and I was like, oh, but I'd never heard of this movie. So I was like, oh, this is really weird. Because you like you hear like I even watched like uh what the hell's that one? Um Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like I'm a huge Stallone fan. Uh although I rewatched uh, Demolition Man recently. Mm. <laughs> oh, that! I love that movie. I, I'm not gonna sit through Judge Dredd, though. I'll tell you that right now. No, actually, I might because it's still Stallone. Yeah. 
doesn't. I don't know. Yeah. I was never a Judge Dredd fan at the time, so it didn't matter to me that he well, took Well, that was the thing. Off, like, right? I, I or that it had really I, nothing to do. And I didn't care for the movie as someone who didn't care for Judge Dredd. Like, I yeah. was just like, well, Judge Dredd. I know Judge Dredd is supposed to wear a helmet, and Stallone's not wearing his fucking helmet yeah. at all. It was a movie. And why is that Rob happened? Schneider here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, so, like, when I watched Cobra, I was literally like, okay, well, I'll watch it because. Yeah. It's a movie I hadn't seen. I hadn't even heard of it. It's bad. Yeah? It's so fucking bad. I haven't watched this since I was a kid. It's, uh, like, I almost wish it was kind of like Tango and Cash, that kind of thing. Well, see, Tango and Cash, I remember Tango. My dad loved Tango. He's gone on VHS. So Tango I, I watched Tango so a lot. Yeah. yeah. I watched Tango a lot, and then I watched Over the Top oh, and, and Lock Up. Lock Up. Oh, Lock Up! That's one of my favorite Those were the Stallone movies Stallone. I watched. That's one of my favorite Stallone movies yeah. ever. Lock Up is so That's good. a sweet movie. And that's I don't one know of, how well it would have aged. I haven't seen it in a long time. Uh, you know what? I, I bet you it ages really well. But anyway, uh, so basically getting back to one of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah, uh, this isn't my top five. Two of the greatest movies of all time, actually. But yeah, this is like this is one of those my all-time favorite movies. Um, yeah, I guess I would have to put a top five. But I mean, like... it's. I'm happy now. We've talked about two of my top five. Because yeah. Jurassic Park is number two in my top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is, this is number five in my top five. Now. Yeah, yeah. Now. As it is. As I it mean, stands. Yeah. Um, was this called The Electric Murderer 2? It should have been. I don't know. I couldn't get confirmation on it. I like that I you learned. had like all of this, and then for here you had like fucking five points. Five points. I didn't really need. There wasn't a lot of trivia to really talk about. Besides, Billy Idol was offered the role of Cuba. Yeah, Cal, I saw right? that. I was like, oh, whoa. But then he got in a motorcycle accident and couldn't shoot. Is it bad that I'm glad that that happened? <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, Can I you could. Imagine Billy Idol. I could not. And then I want to mention Adam Greenberg, who actually got nominated for an Oscar for the cinematography. I'm not this. surprised. The cinematography in Terminator 2 is a, one of the stars of the movie. Oh my god! It is gorgeous. Like the Terminator is a good looking movie, but it has that indie low budget feel to it. I think. Yeah, it definitely, definitely does, and it's also because it's the stalker horror flick vibe. Yeah. So it's Which is, sort so it of works, part right? parcel, right? Whereas this is this is your big budget action epic. Like this is and it paid off big time. Yeah. For years. This was the highest grossing exactly. R-rated film of all time. Exactly. The biggest, uh, biggest international opening of all time. Yes. This movie made as much as the first movie in its total run in its first four days. <laughs> yeah. Like, this was a well, massive, massive Like hit. I said, like, this is one of those movies where, like, to be a kid in that time period, like, it was everywhere. Yeah. Terminator 2 was everywhere. I remember being so bitter that I was so short that I couldn't play the fucking shoot 'em up video game. Oh yeah. You know? Right. Um that I ended up having awesome. to get like a chair to be able to do it. And like that game was See, fucking incredible. Again, so like the toys, but there you go too. That video game was everywhere at arcades. And it was a gun painted black. There was no there was guns oriented that two time. Two guns side by side because it was co-op. Yeah. And it was a first person and like you just you're shot. on the rails shooter. Yeah. Where like so you had the fucking Yeah, they were hunter killers actually. The hunter killers in the air, then you had the actual terminators, then you'd have the tanks, depending on how far you progressed. And the only time I ever remember playing this was 
in the uh, movie theater before a movie that I was going to go see. Movie theater and the bowling alley. And the bowling alley, that's right. Bowling alley, yeah. And that was one of the longest running coin-out machines I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember even... Oh, Ron's Virtual World. Uh, too. Yeah, Ron's Virtual World. All the time. And I remember, like, in fact, I remember the first time I went to Ron's and walking around until I found it. Because it was just like, well, it's got to have it. And yeah. sure as shit, Everybody it has had this game. It had it. And this is, now Ron's, we're talking, was like, what, eight years after that? Ron's opened up. No, they opened up in 95 or so. A few, okay. couple years. But even still, for them to open up four years, three, four years after that movie. Yeah. And still, like. And that arcade. That arcade was making. There was no arcade that, that didn't have that game. Yeah. You know? And what was the story for the the game took place in the future world, it, right? You were so were in, you John Connor? I can't remember if you were John Connor. All I remember is that you were there in, in the, the future. future. Yeah. Um, was it twenty twenty nine? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because we're nine years removed. Yeah. <sighs> Skynet's gonna take over. So uh, hold on, hold on. It's not gonna be called Skynet. It's gonna oh, be right. called Siri, or it's gonna be called. It's what's gonna happen is it's an AI war that's gonna happen. Yes. So Siri and Google yes. and Alexa, yeah. they're all going to get together. They're going to fight it out. And then whoever wins, that's where Skynet spawns from. Which is one of the biggest reasons why the only things in my house that actually listens to me is my cell phone, because there's nothing I can do about that, mm -hmm. and my soundbar, because they purposely built it with Alexa and Google built in. I've shut it off on the app. Yeah. But it's I know still it's still there. listening. It's dormant. It's still listening. It's still figuring out that at some point I'm going to need cat food. Everybody is worried about diseases. You're not worried about the machines. You're giving everything. I saw a friggin' uh, Mazda commercial the other day with um, with Chris Evans in it and John Krasinski and everything about a car that parks itself. It literally, you get out and it drives into the parking spot. Yeah. I know. And then it backs out. Everyone is like, in it. Uh, they're pushing for AI. They're pushing for robots. They're pushing for all this stuff. And I actually, I've said this a couple years ago. I went like, is, has nobody watched Terminator? <laughs> has nobody seen Terminator 2? Yeah. It doesn't go well for us. We actually have to, because uh, it happened in 97. So it took 22 years before John Connor was able to establish the humans and figure out a way to fuck the robots up. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if James Cameron uses a flip phone still. That would not surprise me. <laughs> it really wouldn't. The older I get, the more, well, actually, they're coming out with flip phones again. Yeah, I heard about Motorola that. and Samsung are both coming out with flip phones. Everything old becomes new again. I like the idea, though. I do like the idea. I actually like the idea of a flip phone. Boom. In your pocket. Boom. In your pocket. Plus, it, it's like, it's protected, so it's not sitting out just getting dirty. You know? Yeah. Like, you, you, uh, you, I think you, by the initial case, and then that's it, right? I might actually get that. I would. I'll keep this one for recording. <laughs> I've, I've already thought about it, and uh, like whenever I have to update this one, yeah. depending on how well the flip phone market works, I'm probably more. I'm going to say it's still going to be a smartphone. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is. It is. It's a flip phone, but I can still post selfies on Instagram. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, everything is a smartphone now. Yeah. Because, um, we very, very uh, quietly are giving away our personal freedoms through the use of our cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yep. Yeah,
giant's gonna take over. Yes, it's coming. And right. we have no Nine one else away. to blame but us. Yeah, we're the idiots that can't do anything by ourselves anymore. <laughs> we need our robots. Yeah, I need a smart home. I need everything in my house. As a sci-fi kid too, like I'm like, man, some of this shit is really awesome. And then the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, but like Terminator. <laughs> eventually, like so, like you've got you know robots that vacuum and robots that clean and robots that like walk your dog. What happens if all of a sudden the robots are like, yeah, we're better than every single human being on this planet? Mm -hmm. It's not even you don't even have to see Terminator. You can use Matrix. Matrix, another one. Matrix. The machines froze up. Yeah. And what happened? Fucking, uh, what the hell is it called? Zion. Zion yeah. was the last spot for humans. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but it didn't look like a fun place to hang out. Yeah, it's fucking 300 feet under the earth. And everyone looked like they haven't <laughs> bathed in a long time, but they have these weird dance orgies. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's not for me. You got bolts on the back of your head. That's pretty cool. Is it, though? <laughs> No. You know, like... No, you, I was just trying to figure... You, you wake know, up in a I mean, tube, like a pool of your own, like, ambionic fluids, and you gotta pull that thing out of your mouth, like... Ugh. All of that is gross, until you hook up with Trinity. Then it's like, maybe it was worth it. Yeah, but not everyone hooks up with Trinity. No. But and I mean, I understand would. that in this scenario, you're Neo. I'm the one, absolutely. You're Neo, <laughs> I get it. But the problem with that is, is that in my scenario, I'm Neo, so... There's not, a, there's not a two-o. It's just Neo. So one of us is Smith. Uh, I do wear glasses. <laughs> Mr. Levitsky. And I how do will you speak if you frequently have wear a no tie? Yeah. Mouth? <laughs> yeah <okay. laughs> I hate the way you smell. The way you taste. Yeah, I know. You're like, <laughs> you didn't have to taste him. Yeah. Why? I would well, hate how anyone tastes. Just, why yeah, just like, the way you taste. Hate the way you look, and you're like, dude, you hate. Yeah, you, you are like kind of a human. This is another one we should do. Enemy at the Gates. That is still my favorite war movie. Enemy at the Gates. Underrated. Actually, yeah, I would underrated. have to agree. That is that's really underrated. You know why? Because Ed Harris has the greatest German accent ever. Yeah. Oh wait, he doesn't have a German accent at all. No. But they do this move where they go. He practices American accents so that he could uh, flawlessly integrate into America. <laughs> he had a cool name in it, though. What was his name? Oh, something. Was it Hare? Uh, oh. He had, like, a cool killer name. Major Koenig. No, he wasn't Koenig. He was, he was the... Ed uh, Harris is Major Koenig. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought he had, like, some other... Vasily Zaitsev is Jude Law. Yeah. And Danilov is uh, Joseph Fiennes. Oh, okay. You know, I thought he had a cooler name than that. Not a cool name at all. <laughs> Major Coleman. Maybe I was thinking about the Jackal. Yeah, I was thinking about the Jackal. Oh, yeah, probably. Jackal is a great movie. Yeah. Jack Black, Armbona. And uh, <laughs> Bruce Willis with a dirtbag mustache. Oh, yeah. He looks slimy. Just slimy. Yeah. And you also <laughs> had, uh, what the hell was his name? Um, Richard Gere. Richard Gere with a shitty Irish accent. Yeah. Like a shitty Irish accent. Horrible. So bad that you're like, you could have got anyone else. Yeah. Because, I, I, you know what? I was one of those guys that I never thought Richard Gere was this phenomenal actor. Because he was Richard Gere. He's like, he was the George Clooney of the 80s. I was just going to say, so you see, Richard, was Richard Gere, Gere as like, Richard Gere. You know what? Gere. You're right. Yeah, he always just kind of played the same thing. Yeah. 
in every movie. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen George Clooney try an accent? Never. Oh, brother, where art thou? Southern. Deep Southern, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, George Clooney. Oh, Richard Oh, Oh, the actors that aren't really acting. Yeah, just them, <laughs> but they're pretty, and that's depends all on the, that matters. No, it depends on the movie, though, because the Oceans movies are... That that works. Like, that works. I don't really think really any of them are acting. They're just kind of being themselves, but mm -hmm. playing along with each other type yeah. of thing, right? But it works perfectly because of the type of movie. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, the first and the third are really good. <clears throat> yeah. Second one is... Yeah, second one. The second one's the one with uh, Julia Roberts, right? Yes. Where the, or she's actually she is Julia she pretends Roberts. to be Julia Roberts. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Bruce Willis is in it. It's yeah. all weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember just being like, oh, yeah, yeah. It got a little too Ooh. deep into the. Uh, it's too meta, guys. There. Too meta. It's, it's not meta. even satire. It's, it's meta. too it's meta. meta. Yeah. yeah. yeah Anyways, everyone, that is our Terminator Two episode. Hey, where can we be seen? We can be seen on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Oh, yeah. We can be heard. SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We can be seen right here on YouTube. The Geek Pants Campcast with Ken, Chris, or Chris, Ken, whichever way you want to say it. It doesn't really matter Purple because we're awesome. the Geek Pants Campcast. And thanks yes. again for watching. Talk to you later. <laughs>